0: If I'm so lucky as to have them book a, a tour with me that is really just advertised as become a local for a day in the hills and, and, and we explore gardens as much as anything as you can hear the freeways just there. How many thousands of people zoom past here every day and give no thought as to what's here? Something that I think is really big in, in a um, big part of our history. Was, it was an integral part of making Adelaide. And this was the, um, the veggie patch of Adelaide up here.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 82 of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that delivers practical insights to help you unlock your brand story and supercharge your business. I'm Amelia Veal, small business owner and storytelling superhero. Here at Narrative Marketing, we are passionate about the power of telling stories to help us learn and connect, and also to build business relationships that drive sales. Nick Kentish has turned a passion for storytelling into a business. Greenbanks Tours delivers personal, off-the-beaten-track tours in many regions of South Australia. But it all began with Harndorf in the Adelaide Hills. In 1839, Nick's great-great-grandmother sailed on the zebra to Australia from Europe with 52 other families. They settled in Harndorf and set about establishing a farming region referred to at the time as Adelaide's Veggie Patch. In today's episode of Be The Drop, we discuss the ability of stories to transfer history across generations. Nick talks about his fears in starting a new business and he reveals details of the hardship and triumph of the pioneering women from his family. This is Nick's version of Be The Drop. To deliver you with even more value from this podcast episode, we have created a Facebook group called Brand Storytelling Superheroes. Join the group today to access a range of our free resources to help you develop your own unique business story. To join, head over to Facebook and look up brand storytelling superheroes and join the group today. Nick, thank you so much for joining me on our next episode of Be The Drop. Pleasure. Um, We're here in Harndorf, which has significance to you and your family background, and you've got your item of significance, which tells us a bit more about that. So by way of introducing yourself, could you explain your item of significance?
0: So this is the historical and genealogical record of my forebears, who are the Berm family. And the Berm family came out on Captain Harnd's ship, the zebra, in 1839 with 52 other families. But when when you read the short stories about them, it really does give you a fair old connection to an era 175 years ago that my grandmother was able to tell me that she met her grandmother this person here and told me about her life. I thought I was pretty lucky to have been told those stories by my grandmother at an era that I was interested in and although it wasn't actually well, wasn't in Harndorf so I've had to put the own, my own physical context into it but I just still remember the stories that, and she was a good storyteller. Particularly on the Pioneer Women's Trail they had these, um, these little snippets of, of interesting things happen. One of which my grandmother explained to me was the chaperoning by the local Paramount people to get through the area they called the Tears or the Stringybark Forest of Praefers, where it was pretty dangerous territory. There were some pretty, uh, pretty unsavory kind of guys in there, just uh, probably lurking behind trees waiting for bands of women to come through.
1: When did you start the, t- the tour business?
0: 2016.
1: 2016, so yeah. a couple of years. A couple of years ago. All right, so, you know, there was a, a motivation to change career, do something different, and you've picked tourism. How do you build that business coming from...
0: Agriculture. Yeah,
1: <laughs> a different background.
0: Well, it's a good question in that I think you actually don't want to give up your first career whilst you're trying to build a, a, a second one. Um, it doesn't come easy, and... and understanding the marketing, where I should be in social media, the kind of thing for, for a, uh, a person born in an era that I was, it's not so easy to pick up. But then there's some things that I find you don't need help in, so storytelling, entertainment, and, and, and just feeling, being comfortable with people in and all, and all cultures, to just take them for a drive, have them with you, have them get out at the end of the day feeling closer, more connected as, as a world, you're either made for it or you're not. Some people say to me, I couldn't think of anything worse. <laughs> and that's cool, everyone has their choice. But it is it, a way of uniting the world. It's just another way of doing it uh, that I feel is a, is a great career path for, for, that, for that way in mm.
1: And so if you had to think back on those two years, what has been your greatest challenge?
0: Overcoming the fear of, of starting something new and, and possibly failing. Um, and then thinking okay well what's the worst thing that can happen we just we 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 start afresh and realize that we might have been on the wrong path well uh, there's too many other examples of people succeeding to 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 make me think I'd, i'd give up and and when storytelling and hospitality and and just enjoying the company of other people are a natural fit for my personality it, it would possibly it would probably be hard to fail you know as you've seen you can't shut me up
1: <laughs> I love it And that learning like and, and sharing of that knowledge how important do you think that is?
0: Most of our visitors here are from other countries and for them to hop out and look at Handor, just the architecture is, is beautiful, quirky and quaint but without the story it's only a small percentage of what's really here. Once you add some story to it, once those, once those guides get involved and tell something about what's going on here, then you have a really big picture. Mm. And, and they take home, like what I like to, to explain as local for a day. They, they just, we try and make them just feel local for a day, like what it's like to live here mm. and see it through the eyes. And and add, you know, when you add history onto it, it um, becomes really fascinating. Yeah, cultures prior to ours, have really prided themselves in that ability to, you know, tell the same stories over and over. And Aboriginal Australia is really good at it. That's how everything got passed down. Um, So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of that in all of us.
1: On your tours, you're telling, you know, this family story of yours, which connects you to that track, you know, that people have... Your family generations have been walking for some 175 years, but then, you know, 10,000 years before that, our Native Indigenous Australians were walking. You know, how important is it for you to share those stories?
0: I love sharing those stories because there's a link there, a really strong link between a tribe from a, a, a migrating country, like a, 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 a tribe of refugees that had come here in 1839, and they have a real empathy for tribalism and tribal culture. And the two cultures meet here really, really uh, from, from literally poles apart, yet they have so many similarities, and they actually end up helping each other. Probably more the Aboriginal people helping the, the Prussian migrants here. Part of the tour that I take uh, most, we, we mostly drive, hop out, walk, search around, take photos, and a lot of it is, is gardens of the Adelaide Hills. Now it would have to include a native garden, and the native garden that I really like is, is that of forest, all the stringy bark forests up there, where that old Pioneer Women's Trail passes through. So to walk along that trail and know that you're walking on a trail that's much older than the Pioneer Women, like about 10,000 years older possibly, and it's not the whole way, but you are walking on a path that has had feet on it for 10,000 years, is pretty amazing in itself. And then we can drive on a bit further and, and see some great views off the top of Mount Lofty and looking back down the other way down to Adelaide to follow the trail. See what happened in the subsequent 175 years in the development of of gardens and agriculture in the Adelaide Hills. If I'm so lucky as to have them book a, a tour with me that is really just advertised as become a local for a day in the hills and 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 we explore gardens as much as anything as you can hear the freeway is just there how many thousands of people zoom past here every day and give no thought as to what's here. Something that I think is really big in, in a um, big part of our history. It was, it was an integral part of making Adelaide. And that this was the um, the veggie patch of Adelaide up here. So that's um, the, the, the power of storytelling from, you know, it, it transcends six generations there and, and the seventh being her parents that came out on, on the zebra. I reckon it's really important to keep that alive without embellishing it and making it anything more or less than it was, it's really an amazing story. And you can imagine when you go through that trail there, just a little bit of, of the preservation of Heidi Women's Trail and Hyacinth Trail as to what it would have been like.
1: Mm. So in conclusion, can you share with me Nick's Be The Drop tip? So your Be The Drop tip is your top communication tip for how to connect.
0: I think you have to have an empathy for what people would want to see here. They would probably really love to see inside your house, your home. Often when we travel overseas, we don't get to see inside someone else's home. So it's unlikely it's going to happen and we don't get to know each other that well in one day. So the next best thing is to see inside my community and and, and to walk the street of my community with me while I interpret a little bit about it.
1: Mm, so it's really about peel back the layers.
0: Certainly, peel back the layers. Um, you're not acting. You are you're, you're making friends with people. You're making friends. You might never ever see them again. Most likely not, probably. But just for a day, they are your best friends. They're paying customers. They're best. <laughs> they're what's going to put food on your family's table. So treat them like they mean the world to you, which they do, and and give them an experience that is truly meaningful to take home. You know, I often look through my children's eyes when we go on holidays and say, what was the the most amazing thing that you saw and did? And mostly it won't be the same thing that you remember as being amazing. They'll pick out something quite obscure. And sometimes it can just be in a little story that somebody told or a plaque that they read somewhere that was either macabre or too amazing to be true or whatever and, and so to describe to people what it was like for a generation of women, the little bit that I know of how they survived here, I think is a take home for, for people. And thanks, Thanks to my grandmother for sharing that with me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. It is our mission to help unlock the power of story through this podcast and the range of products and services that we offer. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To get in touch with any specific comments, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au and don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that. Until next time.